2: It's time for the com radio show. com radio is an in-depth look at all things VA. If you need help with the VA, log on to com. Now, here's your host, Gerald Cook. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, this is Jay Basser, to another edition of the com blog talk radio show. Uh, Today is the 28th day of April, the last show in April this year, and uh, we have our Guest speaker today is Mr. John Rossi of the Blue Water Navy. Uh, John is uh, the founder of the Blue Water Navy website, and uh, he does a, a good job trying to get these guys benefits. And uh, Gerald Cooks also in here. How you doing today, Gerald? Well, I guess a little technical difficulty there with Gerald, but uh, John, how you doing today?
0: Oh, I'm doing okay, John. This is uh, it's a little rainy out here in Denver, but we can live through that.
2: Yeah. I was talking to a friend of mine who works at Champ VA, and uh, he lives up like 14,000 feet or something like that, and he said he had four feet of snow the other day. <laughs>
0: yeah, it just keeps coming up there, which is good, because that will give the rest of the place water, so that's all right there
2: melt off. But how's Blue Water Navy going, you guys? I mean, I know you guys are pretty busy with stuff going on in D.C., and I know there was a bill out with several sponsors on it, and I don't know the exact uh, of course this with this political structure and this campaign stuff going on. I'm pretty sure Washington's pretty much right now at a kind of a standstill. I guess there's a few things getting done. How's, how's that been working out?
0: Well, um, it's uh, it's rolling slowly. I guess that's a, a good thing to say about it. Uh, we're um, we're collecting a lot of uh, co-sponsorship, and we're, we're getting a lot of interest, and uh, getting more press than usual here. But uh, I'm just uh, I'm just watching things go a little slower than I'd like them to. I think we've got uh, we've got almost uh, 73% of the House of Representatives are signed on as co-sponsors. That's like uh, 300. 320 members of the House have uh, signed on, so if it ever comes to a vote there, uh, it'll pass the House. Yeah. On uh, on the other side, on the Senate side, it's uh, which is uh, S681. The House the House bill number is 969. There well. Yeah. And uh, on the Senate side, we've got 40. That have signed on as sponsors.
2: We've got. Were well, there 100 senators? How uh, many senators you got? Uh,
0: yeah, there's 100 senators, so we need yeah. 51. Uh, 51. so we've got 40 that are signed, and we've got um, about a dozen of those that said, uh, "Gee, if, it, if it, we're not going to sign on, but if it comes up, we're certainly not going to vote against it." So uh, yeah. we may have that one set also.
2: Uh, do, you, do you have a list of them on your side who did what so the people can look at it and see if they need to help out a little bit and do a little push? Um, well
0: all the uh, uh what what we use is is the Library of Congress uh yeah. web website to track that. And uh 'cause the list keeps getting added to and whatever uh that's probably the easiest way to go. It's uh Library of Congress can you can Get it broken
2: out by state or by individual
0: entity or whatever. It's a good
2: place to know about, anyway. people go ahead and get a, get a hold of the representatives and give you guys the push because, I mean, even though you might have. I think the of Congress, you pretty much got it set. I mean, you've got a big majority there, you know, and uh, to get a vote on it, but the Senate, you know, I guess, you know, co sponsors is not really, uh, you know, indicative of actually people supporting it. You, know, you could have 20 co sponsors, but the whole Senate support it, you know. Yeah, that's and exactly right. And, and basically, this is along party lines. Anyways, you're not going to have a. This is not a party issue, you know. I think everybody else will be, you know, just equally supportive of that bill. It's it's pretty much cut right down the middle. Uh, not not exactly so, but
0: uh, we've got uh, almost as many Democrats as there are Republicans supporting this, so it's it's definitely bipartisan. Uh, we, we've never had any problem with the split on things. Uh, and this is the third congressional session that we've been doing this, so um, I'm hoping it's it's going to be the. I won't have to do it a, a fourth time.
2: Well, you realize too. I mean, this thing's it should be you should have been cut and dry years ago. I mean, anybody on a ship off the coast of Vietnam, especially some of these inland bays and waterways, you know, Agent Orange washed out in the rivers, into into the, into the bays, anyways. Everybody drank the water. Regardless, unless you're on a carrier at a Yankee station or something like that, you know that's a different issue. But uh, a lot of guys were closer than they thought, you know.
0: Well, those uh, those Yankee station missions, if you uh, if you track them through the days that they were um, on station, is, is essentially what they call it. But but they needed to head into the wind, and we got we have the deck logs of the carriers, and we can see them heading uh, uh, towards shore. Uh, you know just by the plotting day by day uh they they typically got definitely within thirty miles uh most of them within twenty or less um, right up uh right up into the territorial seas in in a lot of instances so the, the um carriers didn't sit idly out on on Yankee station those missions yeah. took them took them all over the place
2: well, if they had long oh. planes, they had to go into the wind, so they had to go what direction wind? We that's right. It didn't matter what was are at to at mercy of the wind, so. What?
1: Tell them the range they was allowing you guys.
2: Uh, range in, in terms
0: of what, Gerald? Uh, miles
1: offshore.
0: <laughs> well, um, that that that's set by whatever um, uh, task you were were doing if if the ship was on a gunfire mission for instance that's uh, the range from shore is set by the caliber of the gun that they've that they've got um, in terms of the um, aircraft carriers they would like like John was saying they would just have to go where the wind took them uh because they'd head into the wind for lift when they would uh, be sending out their jets, and uh, I believe it's the opposite coming in, but I'm not an aviator here, so I don't, I don't know, but, uh, but I have worked with a lot of the deck logs and have seen that uh, uh, some of those carriers were definitely within 10 miles ashore uh, at, at, some, at some point or other, and then they'd swing back out towards what people see as uh, uh, what was called Yankee Station. Oh, I see.
2: A yeah. guy with a raider.
0: 22
1: uh, in a rowboat, he he can be pretty close to shore. They're going to have to count him, aren't they?
0: But I, I missed the first part of that.
1: A guy with this
0: a 22 uh,
1: sitting there in, in a rowboat, uh, he, they'd have to pay him if he was able to shoot the ground.
0: Uh, yeah, I, that's, uh, if somebody was in a rowboat, they'd, uh, I don't know what they'd be doing out there, but, uh, you bet. Yeah, well, the, the five-inch guns were ranged at, uh, about ten miles, ten to twelve, uh, that, that, that's most of the, the destroyers, uh, mm-hmm. the, uh, the, uh, cruisers, had eight inch guns and five inch guns on the destroyers, eight inch guns on the on the cruisers. They they had a range of maybe uh sixteen miles as I recall. And then of course for a while there the battleship New Jersey was over there and, and with the twenty or sixteen inch guns they were firing twenty twenty six miles. Uh, from shore, well, uh, from Target, you know, so Target's going to be inland somewhat,
2: or at very... very those players,
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, I imagine
1: they'd get as close to shore as it would be safely possible, wouldn't it, to fire so they'd get, uh, uh, more range?
0: Well, that, yeah, that's exactly right, um, and, 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 of course, uh, that's how the, uh, Inland water ship list began because we were uh, discovering that that in order to get close to the target, uh, the, the destroyers would go up the river or canal or whatever it could take them to uh, get closer to that target. So uh, in that case, they would they would penetrate the geographical boundary of the country, and at that point, they'd be considered to be. Uh, in-country, or as the Navy
2: called it, on brown water. Mm-hmm. you got to uh, realize, too, that the uh, Vietnam, we really didn't have shore bombardment, as per se, like we did in uh, Korea or World War II. You know, they would soften up the beaches for landings. That type of fire was basically probably concentrated, and they were looking for specific targets. So some of those targets could be 20 miles inland, so they have to get close enough to shore to pound that target.
0: Yeah, exactly so. You bet. Yeah.
2: Well, so if you could actually uh, find some targets that exploded 20 miles in them with a battleship, you can look at the ship's range, and you can just about put that ship at a pinpoint where it's located at as far as the distance to the shore.
0: That's, yeah. that's correct, uh, depending on which type of shell they're firing. Now, some of the shells had a, uh, a little extra propulsion on it, and, and some of them not. So, so uh, yeah, you could you could really pinpoint them once you knew uh, how far inland the target was. You
2: yeah, so that would tell you distance. I mean, it could be anywhere from anywhere, probably from five to twelve miles. I mean, it's not you know they're shooting something way inshore, but you know they were exposed. Now, the, didn't they get a directive to actually define the uh, in the waterway and define the blue water this last time around?
0: Um, you're probably talking about the gray ruling that uh, was in yeah. the court of appeals for veteran claims. Uh, yeah, the court essentially said, hey. Um, VA, you, you are using arbitrary uh, and capricious um, guidelines to define exactly what's blue water, what's brown water, what's inland, what's not inland, and they directed the VA to uh, rewrite their rules. Uh, what happened and that was back in April of uh, 15, 2015, um what happened in response to that? This uh, February the fifth, I believe, um, of this year, the VA um, entered their rewritten rules uh, into the M21 manual, and they essentially paid zero attention to the to the court. Um, they doubled down on the definitions that they've been using for the last. Uh, Umpteen years, What it's been uh,
2: 15 years
0: since, since they changed
2: the definition. That, yeah. don't surprise, that don't surprise me at all, John.
1: That's horrible. Really? Yeah. That's horrible. And and uh, some of these law firms didn't uh, call them on that?
0: Oh, definitely. There are. Uh, uh, matter of fact, we've, we've got a suit in the uh, federal court. Um, On that, uh, I know that uh, John Wells' firm, in addition to filing with us, filed his own suits against the VA. Uh, Matt Hill at and Fon also did. Um, The the big problem with what occurred here on the 5th of February was that uh, the VA is essentially in contempt of their own court, because the, the court also... Uh, ask them to uh, take into consideration the outflow of the rivers because the they, U.V.A. Uh, they, the have uh, admitted that there was Agent Orange on the water in the rivers, um, but under these new rules, uh, everything flows right up to the edge of the coastline and then stops. Uh, they say, yeah, it, it, there was spray drift, but the spray drift never left the uh, the land boundary. So you draw a line right down the, the shoreline, and the VA says everything stopped right at that line. Uh, now that's, uh, that's a pretty interesting trick. Uh, but that's the reason that all the lawsuits are flying now, because not only is it uh, uh, not common sense, but it's... Uh, uh, not scientific fact and uh, they they won't be able to hold that one for long uh, as long as these lawsuits can, won't get shot down uh, in the
2: early stages that distance is probably a rectal distance they probably reach out their backside and pull it out <laughs> rectal dif- distance that's, that's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. I'd like to well. that. I'd like to get them in court myself
1: I bet
0: none of them would drink the water from that area. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean none of them at the VA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's probably right. Uh, but there, there are those in the VA that we've talked with who, who very seriously have have drunk that Kool-Aid and and they honestly believe that uh, that none of the spray drift even could have gotten. Uh, off offshore, uh, even though they're you know without any magic barrier, and uh, and actually believe that uh, the uh, dioxin Agent Orange uh, mixture uh, that was that was diluted 50 50 with fuel oil when it was sprayed, so it would stick to the leaves, it uh, makes it float really good. Um, they they honestly believe that uh, by the time it got to the end of the river, uh, it had washed off uh, of, of any oil surface uh, or attachments, and uh, immediately sank to the bottom, which is uh, also nonsensical and uh, not non-scientific. So, uh, in either case, uh, there there are those that, that believe both ways. Yeah, well, Agent Orange
1: was too. an oily
0: substance. Why, it? Um, per se, I don't think it was it was really oily. It 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 was a clear, um, pretty pretty clear liquid, uh, and it was a mixture of of two of those. It was uh, 240 and 245T that were mixed together, and that was still pretty much of a, a watery clear substance. Um, the only reason they uh, did put anything else in it. Uh, which was fuel oil was that they knew that the fuel oil would help it cling to the leaves of the foliage that, that it was uh, clinging yeah. to. Um, yeah,
2: it stick to it, so it like you trees out.
0: Well, it did. It did a pretty good job of that. Um, I don't yeah, know that they did. got their money's worth for 21 million gallons of the various colors that they had, but uh, uh, it. It served its purpose, but now um, the world is paying its price for that because it's it, it's essentially added to the global burden of uh, of dioxin everywhere. I
2: was looking the other day at some furniture, and uh, I was looking at it and then uh, looking at the manufacturing origin of the furniture, and this furniture is now made in Vietnam.
0: Yeah, there's there's a, a lot watch. of uh, product that uh, is we're. Working. Yeah, up on our trade
2: wood. With yeah, yeah. Did uh, like you I buy said, I'd never any buy. John? No, sure I sure didn't. I wouldn't. No. I don't. Uh, I mean, I don't uh, I don't have any desire to actually purchase something made in Vietnam. So, furniture will be at least <laughs> of my worries. You know, have to be North Carolina for me.
0: Yeah. Well, that's good. That. That's good hardwood anyway. <laughs> yeah.
2: That's True, so but uh you can see we're just made nationwide, you know, stuff especially these places like these little warehouse and box stores sell his furniture. Look at it, most of it comes from Vietnam, so you know, that's I guess they're sending the agent or back to us.
0: <laughs> back back to Vietnam? Yeah, they uh they're actually using the uh the new name of Roundup and they're uh Putting in that uh, uh, Roundup Ready uh, seed for various grains, and uh, yeah. that, that essentially lets it be sprayed with uh, with the uh, Roundup, which is essentially a, a, a calmed down version of, of the Agent Orange, commercialized, I guess. Um, yeah, but. But yeah, but this, uh, back, this blue water stuff, uh, we, we have some, uh, grand plans here in the near future, uh, on the 18th of May, um, there will be some events in Washington, D.C. Uh, we are gathering for a rally that will be in support of the, the two legislations that are in the House and in the Senate. And, uh, in addition to that, on the afternoon of the 18th, uh, Representative Chris Gibson is having a uh, press conference and has essentially invited uh, all all the other representatives and senators that uh, support the bill to come join him at the press conference. Uh, we, the people who've uh, who've gathered for that rally, will be there at the press conference as kind of the backdrop, and uh, that that should be a a fairly big event. Uh, The purpose of it is to convince the uh, House and the Senate that, that this is an important piece of legislation and to get the darn thing out of committee and bring it to the floor for a vote. And as you probably know, that's what hasn't happened in the last two sessions is that it's never been able to leave the committee, uh, in order to get voted on. Uh, do you
1: think that's going to happen this time, John?
0: Well, I'm certainly hoping that it does, Gerald. Um, there's, there's no reason it shouldn't. The only reason it's, uh, in the committee, uh, at all is because the chairman of those committee. uh, have some reason why they're not releasing it. I mean, that's always been the case. But this particular session, we have uh, Representative Jeff Miller on the House side uh, from Florida is chairman of the House Veterans Committee, uh, Veteran Affairs Committee. And then on the Senate side, uh, Senator Johnny Isaacson is chairman of the, uh, the Senate uh, Veteran Affairs Committee. Um, I don't know what is, is holding them back from letting that uh, legislation loose, but uh, it, it looks like it's going to follow that same course again, and that's when we said, well, we need to make some noise about this. Uh, so in addition to us, uh, those of us who can get to Washington, D.C. for the rally, uh, we're asking that uh, any veteran who is in support of this uh, simply make a sign that says, uh, you know, pass pass these bills, pass this legislation for the Blue Water Navy, and uh, just walk around in front of their local VA facility and call their newspaper to come take a picture of them. And the more uh, that that can happen on the local level, the more people are going to hear about that, and hopefully they'll get additional calls in to the various representatives and senators, and that's about the only way you can get grassroots to uh, um, influence the legislative process.
1: Well, it sounds like a good plan. If you can get the proper news media there, like Fox or CNN or both of them or... Um, I'm sure uh, someone's contacted them to try to get get a reporter over
0: there. Uh, yeah, they have been contacted uh, both for the coverage in Washington D.C. and, uh, and then especially on the local level. Uh, we have groups that in a lot of locations that are we're putting them together by uh, from our database by zip code. Uh, and hopefully they'll, you know, be able to to trump up a little uh, public awareness and and support uh, and get get the phones ringing back there at the central offices for the well, committees.
1: you can offer free sandwiches and what have you.
0: <laughs> well, we can advertise that. I'm not sure how we can deliver that. Well, but, uh,
1: well I wouldn't worry about delivering it. You know how. <laughs> How, how they pull this stuff? Say, well, we had them, but we got mugged, and someone stole the sandwich truck.
2: Yeah, they do an well, online petition. If you get some signatures on it to them up to get, get get a couple hundred thousand signatures on it, then that'll get it out of committee.
0: Well, we do have a, a petition online, and that's been um, going along. I guess relatively well. We're closing in on eighty thousand signatures now. Um, there's a, um, there's a link to those, to that particular petition. Um, uh, it's on the Facebook page. Um, uh, I can't right off the top of my head tell what you tell you where it is on the website, but I don't, I will move that up front to the, to the front page and you'll be able to get onto the petition. Um, if we can get that you know, well past 100,000 by May 18th. I think that that's uh, another indication to Congress and and the Senate that uh, that there is some support out here for this. Um, One of the other projects that we did, uh, taking a uh, snapshot at the grassroots level, uh, uh, for the various, uh, since the beginning of this, which was uh, seven years ago, but... um, we've We've been asking just randomly various entities of government uh to pass resolutions that support the uh, blue water navy legislation we We currently have um i think uh, we've got uh, sixteen states that have passed those resolutions um, and there are uh, oh goodness uh, I'll, I'll shoot from the hip here, but I don't have that right in front of me. I think there's about uh, uh, five cities and eight or nine counties and two um, tribal nations that have passed those resolutions, uh, and every anyone and everyone that we've presented it to has has passed it. Uh, and all that was for was to get this snapshot of of grassroots America. Um, are they for it? Are they against it? And uh, overwhelmingly, they're they're supportive. So we've been pushing that message forward to the various committees. Also,
1: well, sounds like you're getting something put together. Here.
0: Well, we've we've to have packaged it up pretty well. The um, uh, the, the reason that it's not. Getting out of committee is is just a big question mark on the top of my head. Uh, It's almost as if, for the last six years, someone else was saying, uh, no, guys, uh, we don't want this one to pass. Well, now, if the administrations change, uh, especially early on with prior to eight years ago, um, uh, we've got something that's... um, controlling the actions of Congress uh, that's stepping back a little bit from what the White House might be. So if all you conspiracy theorists out there, you can uh, jump on that one as you will.
1: Well, if, uh, uh,
0: you've had this so
1: close so many times, and just getting it on the floor where you can vote on it, uh,
0: you're, you're not able to get it. That's right. It's, uh, we're not able to get it there. Um, from the very first time it was introduced, we have had the majority of the Congress uh, in support signed on. Uh, that would be uh, 218 or more supporters. So, uh, but this time we've got 320, and that's uh, as I was saying before. That's about 73 percent, or just a little bit more than that. Uh, we're not stopping at that. We're continuing to um, educate the staff to uh, to get some more uh, of the House well, and the Senate.
1: Yeah, but it's easy to support a bill if you know that they're not ever going to vote on it. And, and I'd question the, who's the chairman of that committee.
0: Don't they have uh, something to do with that, or do
1: they vote on it when they
0: have their committee hearings or whatever? Uh, well, it, it's actually uh, totally the, the choice of the chairman to release it or, or not release it, uh, regardless of how the committee votes, as, as I understand it. Um, what would what would happen um, would be that they would have an official committee hearing uh for a markup of the bill is what they call it um and then from there uh after the markup it goes to the floor for a vote but it's always the chairman that will control whether that markup takes place so we have uh congressman jeff miller from florida in the house and we have johnny isaacson uh i believe that's georgia uh a senator in the uh on the Senate side of the, of the committee um, and what's holding them back I, I don't know. Who's that uh, Jack
2: from Ohio? Ohio? Uh, yeah. He's on the committee Senate side. Republican.
0: Uh, well, I'd have to I've met him. Up uh, I've
2: met him. He's a pretty guy. Well,
0: give, give him a phone call and uh Remind him of that. Uh, he may have signed on already. I'd have to break the list out, uh, and we were—we uh, talked about that, you know, just a minute ago. the The list is available if you go online and and uh, even Congress .gov. You can go to there and uh, put the number of the bill in. It would be either S uh, six eight one or H R nine six nine, and you will be able to. Read the text of the bill, which isn't very interesting because it's just add on to what's currently on the books. Um, and it's uh, a place you can you can find out exactly who's signed on, uh, look at the history of the bill, things like that. Um, and while you're there, uh, you can look at other bills that you support. Uh, and there are some good ones there. There's the uh, uh, Research Act for uh, Toxic Substance that uh, is for the uh, armed forces uh, individuals who are who are uh, disabled by to- some kind of toxic uh,
2: mm-hmm. substance. Yeah, some type of chemical toxic of substance. Uh, your big ones are Agent Orange. You've got asbestos. There's radiation, Then you've got other other chemicals too that are just as deadly. I mean, even the uh, even the Korean um, veterans, they put so much crap in their uniforms that sort of make them sick over I if d
0: d t was was flying around there uh, but now we yeah. want to keep our eyes on these younger guys too and and their key problem or one of their key problems has been the burn pits uh and of yeah. course that's a, a destroying respiratory systems
2: cause um, yeah, causes cancer a, too.
0: Well, it is. Uh, there's the depleted uranium. that uh, Now, in all, all the cases here, we're talking about the U.S. servicemen, which is really our focus, but uh, as in Vietnam, uh, all these other places, we've kind of destroyed the health of the indigenous population, and uh, that's something that uh, somebody will have to pay for at some point in time, but... Uh, I, I won't go into that uh, that swampy area.
2: You get a lot of birth difficulty. You get a lot of birth defects out of that stuff. You got spina bifida and rapid, huh? all kind of wild stuff going on.
0: Right now, um, if you've been watching the IOM, the last uh, report suggested that the the uh, <coughs> remove spina bifida from the Agent Orange list of. Uh, uh, benefits that were available to the to the male veteran. Um, and and what that's based on, I I have to say I didn't read that section deeply enough. Huh. Um, but
2: another record comment. Uh,
0: Another one, possibly. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Anytime there's an issue, like Project 112 Shad, Blue Water Navy, anytime the VA can... Just come out with these ideas and implement their own, just like they're changing all the regulations and laws where you have to use certain forms to do your claims. Stuff now have to use their forms. Uh, you can't get an outside opinion now from a slack doctor. You have to use somebody from the VA. All this is done in regard against a veteran, and they will hold on. It's a death grip. They're holding on to this benefits. It's a death grip, and they will not. They will not. Pass that benefit to the veteran until somebody prides it from their hands. That's going to have to take a very strong action either by Congress or court. And the courts have proven they won't do it with Haas and the other stuff going on. So now it's Congress Congress's turn to play ball. Well, and if you the get Congress enough people is, uh, in favor of this, Congress and the Senate will have to come along because there's enough people that can say, okay, this guy was against it, let's get rid of him. You know, that's what happens in hey, Colorado. You guys got recall statutes. You guys you guys can fire people left and right if you want to, if you get enough people.
0: Well, uh, yeah, and that's been uh, historically uh, applied also. Um, I think at this point the, the VA is broken so badly and running under, uh, I'll, I'll say, rogue leadership, uh, certainly not in compliance with the uh, tenants that set the department up, but uh, that that's happening to the point that uh, it. It should be Congress that steps forward. Now, Congress has not been stepping forward to um, support any of the uh, key veteran legislations. And, and actually, across the board, they're pretty much dragging their feet on a lot of stuff. Um, don't know how to, the know how to recall a whole House. Or of,
2: uh, you know, she could recall them. But the main reason they're doing this now, things would be okay. Till Yehu came out back in the nineties, said, "Okay, people, if you save money and save us money doing this and that, you get a bonus." So now there's free money involved. So everybody wants a bonus. That bonus has killed more veterans than you than you can imagine. Boy, uh, veterans, uh, uh, are getting more veterans trying to get them Yeah, yeah.
0: I I think that that's that's something you're onto there, John. Um, it's. Um, Within the VA, there are some there are some very good people, uh, and especially on the health side. But over in Comp and Pen, uh, also um, as individuals, they're they're required to follow the rules that have been written at the headquarters level. Um, but uh, I, I'm not sure I always see myself standing in um, protection of, of the VA. But but I'd have to say that. Uh, at an individual level, um, down at the workers' level, they're they're working hard for the veteran in most cases, but they're limited by the by the rules, uh, especially in the M21 manual, which is now where the uh, uh, <laughs> cinches have been tightened uh, uh, about the Blue Water Navy.
1: Hands are tied. Well, I know of one that was really a nice guy over in the claim section. I think I'd send a sympathy card to his family when they buried him. Um
0: uh,
2: he was
1: the last one I knew of.
0: Well, uh, there there are uh, there are good people in the VA. Um they're they're not the ones that make the rules. Um
2: <laughs> so um I get like one in San Francisco Oakland. She wanted a service connected veteran, and he had everything all he needed was to be service connected. And she told her, she told the boss, she wanted to service connect him, and he fired her.
0: <laughs>
2: for not denying his claim. Well, you know
0: that, and that happens. That
2: happens. So, it's all going to change here before long.
0: Well, I'm going to hope that that's true. Um,
2: mm-hmm. But uh, there'll be a mass exodus from the regional office it going be a mass exodus.
1: Well, the trouble is, though, this bill, it runs out at the end of the year, don't it, John? Don't you guys have to start over if this sucker goes over until uh, January?
0: that That's correct. This is the last year of the two-year session, uh, 114th Congress, I think. Um, and if it's not if our legislation isn't brought out of committee like it has not been for the uh, this will be the third session uh it it dies along with every other legislation that has never been let, got out of committee and it needs to be introduced again it needs to gather the uh co-sponsorship and the support uh, all over again um at, oh, at some man. point yeah at some point you're um Kind of running on empty uh, in terms of uh, who's going to be introducing it, who's going to be championing it on the inside. Uh, in our case, uh, Representative Chris Gibson is, uh, this will be his last year in the Congress. Um, and then the question would be okay, so uh, who, you, who do you have that's uh, going to go through this uh, thing again for another two-year cycle, and, and there's a lot of us getting pretty old and tired at this point. Um, there's a lot, of, a lot of the vets dying off, for sure, but uh, you can only push so hard, I think, until you come to the conclusion that no matter how hard you push, it's not going to work. Now, I would be uh, real happy if someone were to just come right out and say, uh, Blue Water Navy, we are never, ever going to pass this bill. And if that's really the case, then uh, we won't be spinning our wheels and spending as much energy as we are. But that hasn't happened yet, so we we keep at her. I
2: don't think I've ever uh, seen a
0: politician come out and tell you the truth. I
1: uh, uh, no. Now, are there hotel rooms? You uh, should uh, a veteran, a Blue Water Navy veteran, or another veteran, don't have Blue Water, Blue, Blue Water Navy, that would like to come to Washington. They live close enough uh, that they could come support you all. Uh, do you have motel or
0: hotel room connections? Well, a- actually, we we don't. Uh, when the time to do that uh, was. Was near, um, we were unable to verify that we could get, uh, you know, 30 people there or 20, whatever you need to block, to get a block of room. So uh, we didn't do that. Um, As long as anyone who's interested, and we'd like to invite all of the veterans uh, and their families and their friends and relatives to uh, come to Washington and join into this rally, which will be held uh, right up on the On the uh, street level above the uh, Capitol South metro stop more or less um, mm-hmm. but if you uh, if someone were to look close enough, you can get a room uh, even uh, in the uh, outreaches uh, around washington d c and as long as you're near a metro stop, you've got pretty much access to everything that's going on in the city, uh, and you'll definitely have access to where, we're, where we'll be holding the rally uh, right near the Cannon Building, uh, which is just outside side of that uh, Capital South Metro. Um, I've seen I've seen some rooms less than a hundred dollars. Uh, most of them are running probably mid mid hundreds per night. Um, the real uh, a, a nice enough room is just at the two hundred two hundred twenty five dollar night level,
2: and we're only going to be there for one
0: day. So,
2: is the old post office going to be finished by then. that would be a good place to stay.
0: What's the <laughs> our, I don't know the post office.
2: That's the old post office. That Trump's remaking into a the motel, and it should be done pretty soon.
0: Yeah, well, maybe he'll uh, give us a good deal. Well,
2: I might
1: tell him you want a veterans discount and stay in the Trump Towers.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll, I'll believe it when I see it, I guess.
1: <laughs> I've been him down to March with
0: you. you might do it. Well, it actually, um, I, I think he has gotten a couple... Uh, emails, um, but we are, we're in fact, uh, inviting all of the Senate and House uh, members to come join our rally, uh, mm-hmm. as well as come to join uh, Chris Gibson's uh, press conference, which will be the afternoon of that rally. Even and one oh, of these
1: kids would be nice. I mean, you know, they're pretty sharp children.
0: Anybody who can can get there, uh, we'll we'll love them to death.
2: When's this going to be in May?
0: This is the 18th of May, so it's the third Wednesday in in May. Um, Starts at uh, 10 o'clock a.m. It'll go till two o'clock, which will be. right after or all through chris Gibson's uh press conference um, so uh we're we're hoping that we've end up with uh with a lot of people showing up. We've got a few um signs to to carry around, but uh well I want to emphasize this is a rally in support as opposed to a demonstration against anything. So uh, we're keeping it on a very positive level. uh, Good. Yeah. uh, And the the main goal was to uh, get the focus of the House and the Senate committees to get that bill released because of the uh, pressure and information we can get out to the public on that.
2: Get those veteran backer groups involved. They'd love to have a ride out there and come into their rally. Oh yeah, well, I uh, go like without with what time? <laughs>
0: I'd go without the riot, but uh, but the rally. No, uh, not
2: rally. They don't rally no riot. Rally. They love the riot. It's not a riot. It's a rally. They're they're honest people. Most of them are doctors and lawyers. People, they just have a good cause. Yeah, so, you know, yeah. just, just uh, have uh, a bear yeah. out
0: there. I, th- I think it i think it can have a lot of positive effect if it's if it's done correctly i think we've got this one uh planned out well enough that i think it will have a pretty good effect um yeah. so uh anybody near a metro just hop on there and and head to the capital south uh get off that and we should be in sight somewhere
2: well and uh, i tell you what else people can do john i'll give you a heads up. Now, there's, uh, A lot of veterans like to, especially you know, retired vets. They they like to drag their RVs everywhere they go. And uh, you know, you can take an RV right there into DC. But you know, uh, as a waypoint there, if you're going to do something like come to the rally, you could attend the rally. You can actually park your RV at uh, Cherry Hill Park and take the subway in that way, and not have to worry about the traffic stuff. See, you could do things like that on the outskirts. That's
0: right. That's up yeah, the uh, around the college park the area. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you can you can catch a bus directly from the park, uh get to that yeah. first metro stop and and very easily get on into the city. Get yeah, get about fifteen minute subway
2: ride. It's an interesting stop. I've been on a thing several times. There's some interesting characters on the metro too. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, it's a good system. It's uh, something I'd like to see all over the place. Uh, here in Denver, we're getting an RTD system above ground. Mm-hmm. Uh, That's starting to starting to make some some good
2: uh, routes you all the time. stay away from the, the airport. Stay away from the airport. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: Well, it actually uh, does have a leg that will be going out to the airport here pretty soon, and that's as much
2: as already? <laughs> yeah. There's stories about something that was under that airport. <laughs> I mean, you guys have got issues like, you know, like none other. I mean, for example, uh, I'm not, uh, I'm a Navy sailor, a veteran, but I'm, you know, I mean, I wasn't in the Vietnam era. You know, of course, I've been on some ships that were in Vietnam, you know, years later. And uh, even uh, these ships are on the list, too, you know, that would actually, there were pair ships. One of them actually was docked real close in, in the Vietnam. And uh, so... You know, just think of the history and stuff of, of what happens. You know, that stuff had an oily base to it. It did float in the water. If the oil floats on top of water, then Agent Orange floated. You know, and, it, and the ships actually pulled this water in, and some of them converted them over into drinking water and everything else. So, uh,
0: Well, I'm pretty sure they line the pipes and line the filtering process. Uh, it'd take quite a while for that to uh, wear off or work its way out of the system unless it was very purposely flushed and and uh, mm-hmm. cleaned. Uh, so, that yeah, be, we've,
1: wouldn't that have be stain clean, John?
0: Well, I think that's probably one of the ways to do it. We've had a lot of uh, uh, sailors uh, get a hold of us that were reported on board after a, a cruise that uh, uh, the last Westpac of any certain ship and uh, they've come down with the symptoms of of Dioxin poisoning, um, and there's really no help for for them. Oh man! At, at least not in, in this legislative cycle. But um, Just we, we have to um, contend with the uh, fact that we've we've got the territorial seas covered. Well, that's uh, uh, territorial seas uh, as measured. 20 or 12 miles from baseline. Uh, baseline is not actually the shoreline. It sits out a bit from the shoreline, and as it wraps around the delta, it sits quite a bit out from the shoreline, uh, and then it's 12 miles from that point. But even at that point, uh, not all ships at all times were within the territorial seas, so we've been turning the deck logs over pretty uh, thoroughly, and and we're we're listing those ships uh, uh, as we find them. Um, you know, we're trying to stay proactive, so we've even we're putting our effort we're, into finding ships that were in the territorial seas, even though that's not been passed yet as a uh, anything the VA's going to pay attention to.
2: Well, they're still putting uh, ships to list, aren't they?
0: Uh, yeah, uh, for the for the actual inland waters, if, yeah. if you can, if there's a ship that's not on that, but it did penetrate the geographical boundary and ended up within the country on uh, what they call brown water, uh, that that ship can still be added uh, to the list. Now, when um, the VA did their last uh, foul deed on the 5th of February, they... Uh, not only tightened things down in terms of uh, writing that up as everything stopped at the shoreline, but they removed a few of the places that they had previously been granting as inland water. Um, one example is the inner harbor at Nhon, which was, uh, which is a, a harbor that uh, you need to go through a little bottleneck to get to, and that was determined to be inland. Uh, all harbors are. Well, uh, don't know if it's all. I think. I think all harbors are fed by rivers, so it's all washed in uh, from inland. Uh, but Kwaynon was removed from the list. Uh, Vingang Rai was uh, removed from the list. That's a bay that uh, is down by Phum Tau. Sits. It clearly sits inward. From any line that you can draw down the land boundaries but they determined that they were going to take that off the list so uh, all the ships that are on those are uh, on the list being in those places will remain on the list Uh, anyone who determines that they were on that ship during the time that it is currently listed uh, in those locations will be uh, given their presumption of exposure, but nothing new for those locations will be added. But any other location that was deemed to be inland, uh, will be added will be added to it. Anybody I believe, what?
1: John, if you can get the news media there somehow. I don't know what it's gonna take, but uh Somebody needs to make a special effort to get the news media there. Of course, you, I, don't, I don't know what kind of tale you can tell them, but uh, it's got to be something exciting, because they don't want just plain, plain old uh, news media. Uh, well, over the years... There's going to be a big barn parlor down there in the middle of the street, you may mind,
0: chill. You know. we put a lot of effort into getting um uh, major media involved in this and uh we had um, had one person assisting us that was uh doing this job for many years and uh she came back and said, you know, um I'm not sure what it is, but these people that uh, that I can work with on a daily basis just flat won't even respond to anything I said to them that, uh, regarding the Blue Water Navy. Um so what what our walk away conclusion on that is uh here we've got another conspiracy theory that uh, says, okay, um, it's not that it's not interesting news, but the word's out. Don't uh, don't take this one on. Uh, I think I that's that.
1: right. Yeah, I think you you've come to a proper conclusion. <laughs> sad as it is and as wrong as it is, because, um, I don't know, maybe it's, <clears throat> people have not been in the service or something. But what's wrong with them? Don't they understand the dangers? Uh, I mean, my God, we had all these uh, poor guys come back from uh, Vietnam, made up with Agent Orange in here, You have the support personnel out there on ships drinking Agent Orange and washing their clothes in it and everything else, and and they turn their back on them. Uh, That's not right.
0: Well, it's not right, Carol. Uh, But if you're a good conspiracy theorist, uh, what you say to that one is, well, that was a problem uh, forty, fifty years ago. My problem today is uh, somebody just told me to stay away from this news story. So. Uh,
1: yeah, yeah, 30. I think you're you're right. And same thing with the legislation. Uh,
2: well, you find the deck logs and also look for swim call. There's well, yeah, those. Are
0: a lot of lot of beach parties that were held. Uh, we we've, we we've found most of those ships. We think uh, at least what we found is anyone who's come forward and says I have a problem with Agent Orange and I was on a particular ship. We have dug it pretty well. Um, have found that that instance and, and they're on the list. So there aren't uh, there there doesn't seem to be a lot uh, in line to be added to the list at this point in time. So we may have. Gotten a good percentage of them. And uh,
1: how many do you uh, just speculate that you might have?
0: Well, there are there are about 460 ships on the list. Um, I, I may have stuck my foot in my mouth. Could be 360 ships on the list. Um, and our. Uh, Pretty thorough analysis is that uh, we've, we have we uh, have helped about 85,000 uh, crew members uh, of that group of ships. Now, we don't know whether those crew members are still alive. We don't know whether those crew members have any H. Orange-related symptoms, but if they do... Uh, that seems to be the head count of what that uh, group of ships that are on the list represents. Well, that's quite a few. That's that's quite a few. It's uh, um, it's not that we've done nothing. It's just that it, we haven't ever quite finished this up yet, and that's uh, that's what's driving me to keep at this until until we finish it up. Well,
1: I'll say everybody out there, if they'll contact their legislators or uh, do a swamp emailing or, or notification to, uh, didn't you say West was the chairman of, of the uh, committee? Uh, Miller in the House.
0: Oh, oh, Miller, uh, Miller, I'm sorry. Isaacson in the Senate. Um, But, uh, yeah, the the best message that can be sent is from the constituents uh, of of the ones you're expecting a vote from. So, yeah, I would urge everyone to get back on their phones. Uh, As a matter of fact, uh, give them a call and invite them to our rally and invite them to Representative Gibson's news conference, and uh, that'll that'll give them an incentive to to pick up the tone and make a call.
1: Yeah, free hot dogs for everybody. There it is. Anything. I don't know. uh, uh, John, do you have any number or anything you want to give out or what? web
0: page or anything that people can go look at? Well, uh, yeah, come to our website for the Blue Water Navy. It's uh, actually bluewaternavy.org and we've got uh, postings on uh, everything we've talked about here. Uh, The best place, best thing to do is go to what is called the update log, which is the first blue button you're going to run into as you scroll down the the homepage and uh, that update log has everything that's that's been put onto the website in any location, all the way back to when we started her uh, up back in 2007, and uh, it's a pretty long list, but it's it's there. So yeah, come uh, come to the website and we can we can guide you from there. And if okay. there's anybody with questions about their ship or. Uh, if you have some symptoms that are on the aged orange list and your ship's not on that list, make sure you get a hold of me. Um, and best place is just uh, JR at ROSSIE dot com. Uh, I, I would say the Navy at Navy dot org. I've been having some problems with that uh, particular email system, but uh, so send them to me and. And uh we'll get we'll get done whatever needs to get done, or they can give a uh, contact
1: John or i uh, we'll be glad to uh get them headed in the right direction that's for sure and uh uh do you have anything we could post there to add it on this uh uh deal coming up here the eighteenth
0: sure i will send you what we've got um on the rally and, there. and the stuff that's that's around it, we can we can send it and have you post it on it. That'd be great. Okay, we'll post, great.
2: We'll, we'll put you on our Facebook page uh-huh. too, John. All right.
1: Yeah, yeah, we have a, a deal there too, so uh with that, we're out of time, uh John. I appreciate you coming on here and representing the Blue Water Navy. We're always uh whatever support we can because we, we know the battle you're in and and uh, it's not an easy one but uh, uh, you've really been super great at staying with those sailors out there that need help and 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 uh, you ought to feel, feel proud for the effort it's, it's not being unrecognized I'll tell you that uh, and with that this will be Gerald Cook and Jay Basser will be signing off for now
2: you've been listening to the hadit.com blog talk radio show sponsored by hadit.com. all opinions expressed here are the opinions of the individuals appearing on the show and are not the opinions of hadit.com or blog talk radio Tune in next time for another edition of com blog talk radio, and the Ask Bachelor Show. You guys have a good evening. All right. All right. Thanks, Thanks both, John.
0: We'll be talking right. soon, I hope. plus.